Hello? Hey, what's going on, Matt? Let me put you on speaker. Uh, hello. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know me. I'm Matt Esposito. This is my uh, my partner, Kim. Hello. Uh, project. Hey, what's going on, Kim? How are you feeling? Oh, it's good. Um, okay, so uh, we just wanted to start off by uh, congratulating you on, you know, starting such a, uh, a we think it's going to do a lot of good so we're we're very happy for you so so we just want to say congratulations yeah definitely thank you guys appreciate it um uh so to start off uh our first question is uh which industries uh are well represented within your database uh and can provide people with jobs so as far as the industries um that connect we started by you know basically building a, a database of various industries in various different entry levels. So, you know, we have people from as far as the music industry for like design, design, UI, IX. We have entry level jobs like warehouse, you know, agriculture, human resources department. We have jobs ranging from even help jobs as far as like somebody wanting to have an entry level job in a hospital as far as an apprentice, right? We have different jobs ranging from practice. We have jobs um, for people who even come home and are, that are in a law field. In the law field, that probably want to pursue paralegal jobs and stuff like that amongst lawyers. Um, a lot of people get a misconception that because we're a, an agency that deals with the formerly incarcerated, that we just probably have those hard, those labor, manual, garbage construction jobs. But um, other than that, we definitely offer like a variety of multiple industries. That what we what we what we gear at is just having different levels, different level job levels, entry level, mid level, senior level, because that way we have a, you know, we deal with different people, different educations when they come home. So definitely have any industry you probably think of, we probably tap into already, or we're definitely tapping into to, you know, make that connection right now. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So the second question we have is, what difficulties do you expect from formerly incarcerated to face while looking for work? For your app, so I would see. I was. Um, I think that probably like the problems that they are going to face is past. I would say past education, right? Some some men and women coming home, right? There's there's programs in prison like GED program, which becomes mandatory in New York State. So men and women are coming home with GEDs, and that can get them an entry level job or one of those minimum wage paying jobs. But um, Connect kind of like being a company that's trying to gear our candidates are getting higher jobs and minimum wage paying jobs, we would say that um, we're really trying to build our platform for them to pursue educate you know, more education so that way we don't just limit we don't just limit our audience to only getting those minimum wage jobs. And then also um, another issue that we know is gonna happen is just, you know, the issue that every, most companies and most people are facing today, just hiring the formerly incarcerated because that trust is just not there. So other than that trust issue and um, that education issue, we're trying to really like um, break down those barriers now with Connect. Uh, our third question is, uh, are there certain fields or industries that work better with your app? Uh, and if so, which fields are these and why do you think they work better with the app? Um, so I don't think any field works better than um, any with the app. I would say that the field that interest that probably has the most interest on the app is not the jobs. Wouldn't it be that formerly incarcerated people can connect with jobs. I would think that it's just that formerly incarcerated people can connect with with um, mostly any connection that's willing to help them from jobs to housing to schools to mental health and drug agencies, which the platform holds a space for. So 
Um, I would I would think that's probably the best part of the app that they can connect with all those with all those entities and build a list of connections that they can save and reach out to, so that way they have a you know a better chance of staying home and a better chance of becoming successful. That's that's really that's good. Oh, so the fourth question we have is what field or industry would you like more connections with? Why would you like those connections to be to those industries? So um, I guess I'd like more. Um, wouldn't really be an industry that I'm looking to have more fit in. It, 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 I guess I say I'm trying to have more jobs that pay more, more, more than entry level jobs, more those mid level jobs, more those senior level jobs, those manager position and salary paying jobs. I think that we need those. There's a lot of companies that only hire formerly incarcerated for that hourly pay, that fifteen dollars or seventeen bucks,、right. or you know whatever the minimum wage is in their state. And we're really trying to break down that barrier by. You know, really showing people that these these men and women need salary-paying jobs. They don't need it. They deserve the salary-paying jobs, right? They deserve those that positions as executives and managers in company. Nothing really makes them any different than the executive in a company, other than that background, right?、It's、just that that one mistake they made. So, I don't think that really limits a person from being able to have that higher position in a company. So that's what we're trying to really look out. So we educate our people to be able to have those positions. So a follow-up question would, to that would be. How do you plan to get to those high-paying, higher jobs? So, so I plan to, how I plan to get to those is basically by reaching out to these companies and I'm showing them what I have to offer. Other than I don't just have formerly incarcerated individuals to offer. I have a network of very high-educated formerly incarcerated individuals that are that were in doing four-year bachelor's degrees that were doing master's programs while in prison. So I have these individuals and these individuals are just as smart, if not smarter, than. Men and women on the outside—they did their studies in prison in some of the harshest environments, right? And we're able to pass these studies. So why don't these individuals get these high-paying jobs? So I mean, when I'm reaching out to companies, I'm pitching these people. I'm selling these, these individuals who are, who are worth who are worth to sell. So that's how I plan on you know reaching out to these companies, showing them the data, showing them these men and women, showing them how they earned their degree, you know, the, the, these schools that they're connected with, and basically selling them as individuals. That's fantastic. Yeah, we've、uh, we've been talking to a few、uh, formerly incarcerated people in our in our class, and、uh, yeah, they're they're there's a, there's a lot to learn from them. They're they're very、uh, they're very incredible people.、Um, yeah, definitely, man. So how does、uh, how does the app highlight、uh, people's skills for them to find a job or find you know different connections through the programs? So, so how we working in our beginning stages? When a person does sign up, so we're live right now. A person can go sign up to Con Connect, and they'll be on our early access list. So we launch in about six weeks. But in these six weeks, when we do launch, and a person and that person who signed up or a person does sign up will now have to go through and you know either put the resume in or Con Connect will help them build the resume. They'll upload their bio. You know, they'll upload some skills that they do have or skills that they don't have. Right, and we'll also ask them a questionnaire. This Con Connect questionnaire will really vet out. What this person's needs are, what you know, how much time did they do? What can we, what can we, what entities, what can Connect really do to gear this person towards success? You know, put and and we basically use that data to really advance these individuals who fall into the into that that same category. So、um, I would I'd really say that you know just really utilizing like Connect and really like. Asking questions in the beginning during the sign-up process, really making our onboarding process as vigorous as possible, is how we're really going to apply success to these individuals' lives. Okay. So to add on to that,、uh, are you worried about the perception of the people who uses your app gets, but because of the your focus group of incarcerated people, right? 
Yeah. Are you so, worried um, about that? No, actually, I'm not worried about it at all, right? Because to me, I, I believe to be associated with something is to be have active involvement, right? If I'm associated with a gang, I have active involvement in this gang. If I'm associated with a nonprofit, you know, I have active involvement in them. So to be associated with a prison is to have active involvement. It's either um, both these men and women I deal with, they're no longer in prison. They were associated. So the key word would be is they were associated right. with these entities. And the men and women on my platform, you can look at them as, you know, Concank is the first professional social network. So when men and women sign up to this platform, they know what it's for. They know it's to build professional connections they know it's to build a professional life so they're, they're associated with professionalism and wanting ch- and wanting change better than you know oh this person was in prison right and at the end of the day a person who does want to pursue a career has to eventually tell you know we have to be honest with these employers and tell them hey we do have this background so the honesty starts from just joining ConConnect and not letting these employees know like they're on ConConnect they got a background and that's just the, they're being honest about it they're, they're, they're not afraid to show that Right, the active involvement. I think that's you know something important that a lot of people need to realize that you know this is something they they that already happened. You know, they're they're different. They're new people. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, what is a, a common misconception, I guess, that uh, that goes along with these individuals uh, when they're looking for a job? I would say that um, I, I I want to believe that most employers don't just don't trust the individuals that from. You know, before even knowing that a person, you don't even, an employer doesn't even know a person's crime. All they do is know, okay, this person, they, they, the person says, hey, I do have a background. So now the trust issue is there, but now it's like, you don't know this person's background. What if they just sold drugs? How can this person's passive selling drugs affect, affect doing, working in a, a warehouse at your, your company, right? right. You, you can think, oh, are they going to, oh, you're going to sell drugs in my warehouse? The, the thing should be from there is if this person's made it here from prison and made it to the interview, they're most likely on a better path. So the misconception is that the trust thing, it's, it comes down to can I trust this person in my company? Is this person going to steal from me, rob from me, or make my company not what it stands for, right? Mm-hmm. So that that's the biggest misconception that we're going to have, and that's why I build contracts to really like slow that down, really to speed that, that misconception. So, which is why we don't really, we're not an agency that just gears that Hey, get on ConConnect if you want a job. It's really get on ConConnect, stay on ConConnect, and keep advancing your life, right? You connect with drug agencies. So when employers get on our, our, our platform, they're like, okay, these men and women are, they're, they're, they're facing their challenges. They're handling their anger issues. They're, they're facing their mental health. They're looking for housing. So why not look for these individuals that are handling all those needs? Because these are the best individuals that are facing all their issues. Right. Okay. So, um just to follow up on that, do you, you know, why do you think it's so difficult for uh, for some employers to build up that trust? I would think, um, like I said, I would just think that it's became such a, a big stigma in the world, right, of just former incarcerated men and women. It just it's became so popular. I, I, I'd say, sadly, say, and, and employers like from one employer not doing it to the other to the other, that it just became a thing. Now to not hire formerly incarcerated, I don't even—I don't even think if you ask an employer, "Hey, why don't you hire a formerly incarcerated person?" They'd have a legitimate answer. Other than, if a, uh, I would understand why a bank doesn't hire a person with a robbery on the record, right? That sort of makes sense. Right. But why don't you hire somebody who probably had an assault charge and had some anger issues? And yeah, he probably assaulted somebody, but those were anger issues. He's fixed that. So you know, let's get him employed at Chase Bank or Bank of America as a teller or an accountant. Right, or an even higher position where they can flourish, right? Nobody's selling, just like nobody's selling the cybersecurity guy who had 
the nation to go work cybersecurity at a at another consultant firm, right? But there's different paths for different people that they can take to at least keep going in their life, right? And employers just seem to think um, background means they're going to do something wrong, and that's just that's just a simple thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what what is the ben- benefits of hiring an incarcerated person then to you? So, I mean, so the benefits. I mean, there's a lot of benefits. So. so I mean, hiring a form, formerly incarcerated person, I mean, it starts with, one, you're doing good, right? Your company just did good. Two, if you want to, let's, we, we can talk money first, right? Which comp- a lot of companies are really wanting here. You have tax incentives of up to $9,400 when you hire up to, each person can come up with a $9,400 tax incentive for that company. Other than that, they have a federal bonding program that's willing to cover the first six months of employment for any formerly incarcerated person. Then you just have the other, the other, Benefits of formerly incarcerated people are going back to jail at a higher than 50% rate within the first three years. Um, data and, uh, you know, data and tremendous research shows that's just really happening from them not meeting their needs. These needs being, you know, mental health, drug, drug agencies, employers not hiring them. So they're resulting back to their other life or not being able to find school because for you to go to school, you need money. And if you don't have an employer willing to give you a job, there's no school. There's nothing happening without that dollar. And everybody knows that. Right, especially for a man and woman coming home from prison, they need one. Right, it's a must. That's so, um, I, I would I would really say that um, just you know, really, really moving in the right direction, really making that right first step, and going going about it the right way is you know that like I said, that's probably just the right way to go. So, like I said, giving back, you're lowering the recidivism rate. These companies they're giving, they're performing social justice, they're getting tax incentives. By providing these jobs, you're helping that three-year rate. You're really tr- transforming that three-year rate of these men and women going back to prison, and you really can bring down that percentage to somewhat to 20% if these second if these employers just give that second chance. So let me ask you: um, Do you think that six months is uh, a long enough time period to build up that trust? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think employers know with any employee, not even being formerly incarcerated. Within the first 60 days, if that employee, if that employee is going to be good, if he's going to stay, if they're going to get rid of him, mm-hmm. you know, how's his attitude? So there's no different when you hire a formerly incarcerated person. They're, they don't come with a different kind of setup. So it's just give them 60 days like you do any other employee and figure it out, right? You know, that's me as working as an, a manager at my job. I would, you know, I can know within the first 30 days is this person going to stay or is this person not. Right, so this, I don't think it's any different for a formerly incarcerated person. I think that trust is definitely going to get built up within that six months. Mm-hmm, right. Um, so uh, do you think or would the pay um, be different or have you seen the pay be different for a, a formerly incarcerated person? No, so I wouldn't say the pay gets adjusted. The pay doesn't get adjusted for these individuals, but I would say that companies that have numerous minimum paying positions have no problem with hiring these these individuals and look, making it seem like it's that second chance opportunity right. instead of really just low just using these individuals for low paying jobs right so, like minimum wage paying jobs but no I don't there's no one um, adjusting the budget for these individuals at least as I, I know I just know that a lot of minimum wage jobs don't mind hiring them because like I said the pay is minimum. Okay, so how do you advertise your app to formerly incarcerated people who are looking for your app? You know. So um, advertising to them, basically it's what works getting the formerly incarcerated is just basically dealing with like the parole agencies in, in the states that I cover. I work with like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and California only right now. So reaching out to the parole agencies in that state where all the where my audience is, is that's basically what I've been doing 
to, you know, reach out to these individuals. And other than me being a former incarcerated person myself, you know, I have a network of these individuals. So advertising social media and reaching out to the Department of Corrections, you know, straightforward, it has been my way. Um, so how do you think your app uh, will also benefit uh, employers? Because they'll be able to base the employees that are looking to find these individuals will now have a place to find these individuals. And employees who are now going to be open to this opportunity will just, again, have this place to do it, right? There's no, you don't have to go looking and wait for that person, that applicant, right? We have a network, a social network that's built at them being able to find these individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I definitely agree with you that it's, it's, it's important to, you know, have it be beneficial for both sides and you think, uh, you know, this app is definitely fantastic for doing that, especially for getting those uh, those middle and high high paying jobs. Um, you know, so that's fantastic. Um, so that's uh, that's all the information we need. Actually, that's uh, all of our questions. So uh, thank you very much for your time. Uh, congratulations on ConConnect. Uh, we're looking forward to the launch. Um, and so yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, no no problem, guys. Thank you. Right, bye bye. Shorter than I thought.